you have been warned. This radio program is going to have bold topics for bold Christians. Welcome to Empowered Radio with Laurie Dims. It's the worst times and the best times, right? Now it's Tim's time. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining me today. Let me introduce myself. My name is Laurie L. Timms. I'm an author and a speaker, and it's my passion to reach the lost and inform the church in these last days. Amen and amen. Uh, today's topic is raging heathens. Now, we're wondering why everyone is so mad. Everybody's so upset and you know there's so much anger and hatred against believers against christians and uh against god and so the holy spirit put this on my heart because it's a right now word to address now you can go a little bit further and say that they uh are raging at righteousness they're raging foremost at god himself my foundational scripture is psalms 2 verses 1 through 4 why do the heathens rage and the people imagine a vain thing the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the lord and his anointed saying let us break their bands asunder and cast their cords away from us verse 4 he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. You know, the evil leaders plotted as far back as the Tower of Babel. You know, they stood up, they band themselves together against God and uh, his anointed. Now, back then it's talking about Jesus, but... It, it's also referred to we're the anointed and we're the remnant for today's word. So anyway, uh, I'm going to break the scripture down just a little bit before we get started. And it says the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together. Now, what is what are they taking counsel about? their plots, their plans, their schemes from the enemy, from the Satan, their father, the devil, their father. Now, we see this with uh, the globalists, you know, they just defy God with their meetings, their summits, I mean, never ending, and plot against mankind, against their health, against their freedoms. Uh, they're evil control freaks, if you will. You know, they say they're progressive, but they're actually regressive. Because when you're going down the road to socialism and communism, it's not about freedoms. And uh, it's about taking your freedoms away, telling you what to think, uh, telling you that you have to have this or that. and Or, you know, as long as you agree with them, you can say what you want. There's no freedom of speech unless you agree with them. And so that's how they are. They want to control the money. They want to control everything. And so they're evil control freaks. Now, we also see this with the people that support them as well. So that's just everyday people that we come across at work, uh, our neighbors, 
people that we see in the grocery store, just anywhere uh, that people are supporting this. And we think, why would you support this? It makes no sense. It's evil. You have uh, you have uh, drag queens uh, reading storybooks to kindergartners. I mean, it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So evil. And, you know, 70-something genders. And, I mean, you know, no one can define what a woman is. Or I mean, the whole thing is just bizarre. And it's insanity. Because it's about Satan and his attack against God and against the remnant and against Jesus. So anyway, that's what it talks about. The rulers take counsel against the Lord and his anointing. And this is what uh, they say. They say, well, let us break the bands asunder. Now what they mean and cast away their cords. Now what they mean is there those who are against God and Jesus and then which is the anointing one always have thought that God was bondage in other words if you serve God you were a captive you had bonds and you know wrapped around you and they say let's take the bonds the cords off of us and get rid of them throw them away and the people and see uh and that's crazy because Satan has fooled them once again, because he is the one that brings bondages and God is the one that takes them away. So, you know, they don't want any stipulations. They don't want any rules. They don't want any morals. They don't want any of these things. And they want to do as they please. And so uh, that's how they are. So. Then we uh, go at the at the final thing here is in verse four. It says that he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. Okay, the Lord shall have them in derision. Well, we know that God laughs because He knows that He laughs at the wicked because He knows their fate. He knows that they will be destroyed. He knows. Go ahead and talk because it didn't matter. In the end, you're not going to be able to live. You're going to be in hell. You're going to be destroyed because we know what their fate is. Now, anyway, uh, and it says that uh, he shall have them in derision. And that means looking foolish. Now, how many times have you seen these plots, even today, where they come out and they say one thing, and in the end, they look foolish, just like the January 6th. Uh, you know, they tried to take over the Pentagon. They try, I mean, uh, the White House, oh, they did that. But now the real video has come out and it showed where it was all a plot and a plan to help Biden get elected. So we see in the end, God makes them look foolish. You know, the your lies will find you out and truth always comes out and prevails in the end. Now, it's, uh, that's how it goes. Now that we have broken this down, the scripture, let's see how it is still happening today. Here are five reasons. Now, I know there's hundreds of reasons, but I minimized it to five. To five reasons why they 
hate us, why they're raging, why they just want to grit their teeth, why they're just, they just look at you and, and uh, the hate, you know, the hate, they're repulsed by you. And it's really sad because, you know, I wear, you know, I wear Christian clothing, sometimes t-shirts or a cross or something, you know, I wear a cross ring. I've been doing it for many years and they hate that. And I mean, I hear them, they'll look at you and they'll just go, <sighs> you know, and they just don't understand. And it just, it just gets, it ticks them off. It really does. Now, let's see. Number one is Satan deceives them. He lies to them. That's the first one that he, while they are so fooled by it and while they just hate you so much. So the great dragon, this is John 8, 44. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. Now, this is a scripture that talks about it. Uh, well, that was in Revelation, but uh, John 8, 44. I'm sorry, I got it mixed up. John 8, 44. Jesus calls Satan a liar and the father of lies. You know, Satan's character is deceitful, devious, and cunning. You know, he tricks people to use them for his own purposes. You know, they're a useful idiot, so to speak. He tricks them by offering them fame, money, power but we know the cost is way too high they will pay the ultimate price death and hell it's sad uh and here's number two here's another reason why he fools them the satan fools them into thinking they're doing the right thing isaiah 5 20 Verse 20, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and for sweet, for bitter and bitter for sweet. Satan puts an evil spin on their minds and uh, because they don't have God's word in them. You know, if you don't have the truth in, in, in you, you know, in your mind, if your mind has not been renewed by God's word, God's truth, then it's open for lies. It's open, you know, you know, the, the old uh, saying, you know, you're so open-minded, your brains might fall out. Well, you know, that's kind of how it is, but it's just, it'll be filled with lies. And so, and you won't know the truth. And the enemy will do that. Okay, now what he does is God's moral standards are rejected and replaced with so-called uh, so freedoms. See, you know, that's what the enemy uses the word freedom. Oh, they're taking your freedom away. Well, you know, it's never really a freedom. It was never really a law. It wasn't a right. Because even the Roe versus Wade, the lady that was for abortions, said later on, and she said it on her deathbed pretty much before she died, that she wishes she had never done it. She was coerced into it. She was lied. And if she, 
and it was something she had to live with that regret, but uh, she got saved. She's been forgiven, and but the damage was done. So anyway, uh, this is what they're lied to about. Uh, it's replaced with pro-life. It's called freedom, a woman's right to choose. But it's truly a woman's right to kill. That's really what it is. Pro-death. It's pro-life versus pro-death. In Judges 17, 6, 21 through 25, this is another example of lack of moral absolutes. In those days, there were no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in the, his own eyes. They had lost their moral compass. And that's what's happened today. How many times have you heard, well, it's good for you, but it doesn't work for me. Well, right is right and wrong is wrong. That's just the way it is. There's evil and there's good. There's no middle ground for that. And so that's the same way for worshiping. You either worship one or the other. You can't worship two masters. If you're not on one side, there's only other side left. So that's the way it is. It's that simple. But they try to take the simplistic things of life and turn it into confusion because Satan is the author of confusion and, the, and, and deceit. And you know that. Now, that's how it is. And so anyway, people were doing things that were right in their own eyes because they had lost their moral compass. How many times have you heard this? Okay. That people just uh, refuse to uh, accept the truth. And uh, because if they, even if you show them proof, they refuse Actually, they won't even listen to you most of the time. Or they talk above you. They're rude. They interrupt you and they talk over you. And that's a surefire way of knowing that they're not telling the truth. But, you know, they realize that they, they have to admit they're right or you're right. Then that means they have to repent and change. And they don't want to change. They just don't. Uh, they hate us. For what God's word says. That's what they do. Now what about the strange marriages? You know we're talking about good is evil. Evil is good. Well they hate us. Yeah. Even today. You can marry your own sex. You can even marry your pets. Or maybe a tree. You know it makes no sense. You can change your gender if you like. Well, you know, there's 71 genders they're trying to teach. It's insanity. It's the devil's way of defying God and his perfect plan of creation and take the sanctity out of marriage. You know, that's basically what it is. It's really a simple plot, plan, and scheme, you know. Uh, number three, righteous versus unrighteousness you know they hate us because we love righteousness we like honesty kindness and other characteristics of christ jesus when they see us doing things right the correct way god's way through obedience 
of his word and his will for us, it is as if we are a mirror that they look into and see their own darkness. They see their own reflection and they don't like it. This indeed upsets them. And as the Bible says, this is a gnashing of teeth. And you know, the first time I heard that, and a good example of that is the first martyr in that Stephen. Okay. He was described in Acts 6 5 is that he was a faithful man of God, full of faith and the Holy Spirit. You know, the Sanhedrin had it out for him being a follower of Jesus. And they were the religious sect that uh, were holier than thou. They did everything by the letter, but they had evil in their hearts. You know, the heart is evil. And they killed people. They did different things that were just terrible. And, uh, and they had power. They got to have the best seats and the best clothes and best food. So they were really enjoying their religious piety uh, stature. And so anyway, uh, he was led by the Holy Spirit to literally take a walk down Israel's memory lane of history. And uh, he reminded them, he boldly told the truth. And he reminded them of how they killed the prophets and how they rejected Jesus, the cornerstone. And they crucified him. Oh, and they just, ah, oh, it just made them so mad. And he boldly told the truth. And uh, verse 54, it says, when the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. They stoned him for blasphemy, but he didn't die before forgiving them first. They had so much vitriol, anger, and hate. They were gritting and grinding their teeth. And you know, some people there that watched said that he had a face of an angel. And I believe he did. He looked up in heaven and he forgave them. And I think that the glory of the Lord shined upon him. Uh, number four, they believed that they're stronger and smarter than us. And I mean stronger, I meant psychologically stronger, you know, mentally stronger and smarter than us. You heard it all before. God is just a... Uh, it's a crutch, a weakness to think you need a deity to worship. You know, you've heard that. And they don't believe in fairy tales or myths. So they're smarter than us. Look, They look down on us. But the word of God has something to say about it too. Romans 1, verse 23. It says, professing to be wise, they became fools. Verse 23. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made light to corruptible. You know, you've also heard them say Christians are backward, they're anti-progress. Uh, I mean, you've heard it all. Uh, Anti-science. But back in 2010, Grant Jeffrey, he was a prophecy scholar, 
he now since then he's been you know he went to be with the lord he wrote a book titled the signature of god it's a wonderful book now it was about this thick you know it's a pretty thick book but it was very amazing and he did have a cd or dvd or something out and uh, i think i watched that too as well but it was amazing it really was and so anyway he did decades of research proving without a doubt that the bible is not only accurate in spiritual things but is reliable as well on manners of origins medicine history and science the bible shows history of nations kings dates on wars uh prophecy that is told of coming times and seasons thousands of years before they happened it's quite amazing and i would advise you to maybe go on ebay or something and, and get it i mean it's just wonderful it's definitely worth uh looking at but you know think about this who is better off one that is fooled by the devil's lies or those who have knowledge and wisdom of god's truth you know after i got saved my eyes were truly opened you know we have spiritual blinders on us and when we get saved god removes them so that's why we're fooled by the devil's devices and we've all been there now that you know god's absolute truth you won't believe the lies anymore you just won't number five and the last one is they hate us because their god satan hates our one true god and they hate us too they hate and despise us you know satan hates everything that god stands for and does and us he hates us because we are god's creation and god loves us so much uh, John 8 44 says for you and the children of your father the devil and you love to do evil things that he does he was a murderer from the beginning he was always hated the truth he's the father of lies and there's no truth in him so you see this is another example have you ever met somebody maybe at work or a neighbor and they hated you for no reason at all. You were good to them. You were polite. You were kind. But it didn't seem to matter or even make a difference. You couldn't figure it out. It's because the demons in them hate the Holy Spirit in you. See, the demons see your seal. God has a seal. And he sealed, the Holy Spirit has sealed you until the time of the end until uh the end of time until jesus comes back you're sealed and they can see it uh second corinthians 6 14 and this is a new living testament don't team up with them those who are unbelievers how can righteousness be partners with wickedness how can light live with darkness they oppose us because we have nothing in common okay i worked at a job once and this happened more than once but this is just a uh 
single happening here. Uh, I worked at a job once and I had just returned there because I had had to have surgery and I, I was on a travel job and I got hurt and I had to have surgery. And so when I got over the surgery, I thought, well, hey, maybe I want to just work close to home for a while. And so I went back to the my old job and there was a lot of people that used to work there, still work there. And I was happy to come back and see all the old old people that, and I don't mean old as far as old people, but uh, just the old workers. You know what I'm saying, the prior workers. So anyway, I was happy to see the associates there and the nurses and different things. And so uh, there was uh, a lot of staff there, so it was nice. Now, I didn't say anyone anything to this one lady that worked there. I didn't know her before and about religion or God or anything like that. But right away, she attacked me verbally. She said, don't you try to force your beliefs on me. I'm like, wow. I wasn't even talking about it. But, you know, she had a, had a target on my back, I guess. Somebody had told her that I'd wrote a couple of books or I was a Christian or something. But she had it out for me, that's for sure. I continued to respect her space, and it was cordial, you know. That's just how she reacted, with anger and rage. Uh, you know, that's just how it worked out. But, you know, sometimes you just have to be nice to people and just uh, show them God's love and respect and just keep, you know, doing what you're going to do. You don't have to preach to everybody you see and witness to them. Some people you witness by your actions. So I call that the power of silence. So anyway. Um, now I'm concluding this program on a positive note. There may, there are people that may belong to the other side, but God still loves them. You know, it's God's will that none perish and all spend eternal life with Christ. And so he still loves them. He may not like what they're doing. He may not like their sin and it grieves him. He grieves for them. And he knows what they could be because he had a great plan for them and still does. And so they could repent and, and God would forgive them because he loves them so much. But what you have to do if people are mean to you, they say things to you, they're rude, obnoxious, you know, whatever the case may be, forgive them, bless them, and release them. In the mighty name of Jesus. And keep praying for them. Because prayer changes things. Amen and amen. Now see that's what you got to keep in mind. That you have to respect them as a person. Because they're God's creation too. And so you don't know what happened to them in their lives. That has led them down that path. And that's the reason why they are. And another thing is sometimes the demons in them are who's mad at you, not really them. 
principalities work through personalities. And a lot of them don't even know they have them. So anyway, this is the time in the show where I'd like to give everyone an opportunity to get in right standing with the Lord. You know, if you've never taken the steps towards salvation, and maybe you have, you may have drifted away from your first love, your backslid. You need to rededicate your life to the Lord. So agree with me now in your heart and your spirit while I say the sinner's prayer. Father God, I'm a sinner and forgive me of all my sins. I believe that Jesus is your son and died on the cross and rose again on the third day. I need you to be my savior and be Lord of my life. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Praise God if you made this decision. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing and your family members are in heaven are rejoicing too. You have made the best decision of your life and you will never regret it only that you didn't do it sooner. Amen and amen. Welcome to the royal family. You are on the winning side and praise God and to God be all the glory. Now that you know the truth, let it empower your life. Now, what we need to do here is I need to just throw this in because it's important to know that it takes more than a sinner's prayer. That's your first step. Repentance. It's always uh, doing the right thing to have a repentant heart. You have to let the Holy Spirit help you to change you. To, and you become a new creation in Christ. And so it's the best you can be. That's pretty much it. So anyway, get together with a group of people. Find a Bible you can understand and read it. And grow with the Lord. Pray. If you say, well, I don't know how to pray, Lori. Just talk to the Lord like he's your best friend. Because he is your best friend. Amen. And amen. Now, and don't worry about what's going on in the world. I know everybody's freaking out. But see, the enemy wants you to live in fear. Because fear stops faith in its tracks. And so, anyway, I just heard something this week that was very interesting, that the number nine for COVID-19 is faith. It means faith. So, see, the enemy was trying to destroy your faith. And so, uh, you can't worry about COVID. You can't worry about wars and rumors of wars. You can't worry about uh, the banks and no food and famine and all this. I mean, you would never, ever sleep and you'd probably have a heart attack or a stroke from worrying about things that are coming upon this earth. But see, if you have heavenly backup, if God is taking care of you, uh, you'll be okay. You have heavenly backup. You have angels. You have people helping you. You have divine connections. And so it's different. If you don't, if, if I wasn't saved, I would be so worried, so upset, so scared. I mean, I would be taking medication for it. So, I mean, anxiety or something. Or, you know, people have mental breakdowns and have to go into rehab. They have to go into treatment. 
So praise God, that's not the issue. And uh, you can uh, combat this and, uh, you know, just keep your eyes on Jesus because he has a perfect plan. And another thing, you know, just a few weeks ago, I did a show on Goshen, you know, the land of Goshen, to where when all the bad things were happening to the Egyptians, it wasn't happening in the land of Goshen because that's where the Jewish people lived and God protected them. So when there was famine, Goshen had plenty of uh, food. When it, when uh, plagues were coming on, it didn't happen. So, you know, that's where you want to live in the land of Goshen. And claim that. Don't be looking around complaining because the enemy uses that as an open door to attack you mentally, physically, psychologically. And when you complain, uh, well, you know, when you complain, you remain. So if any problem that you're having and you complain about it, it's not going away anytime soon. Plus, it shows lack of faith in the Lord. The Lord can help you. God can help you get out of these messes. You know, he looks down at us and he looks at our problems and he laughs because he knows he can fix them just like that. And uh, what seems difficult and impossible for us, it's not for him. So, you know, just keep your eyes on Jesus and keep doing what you're doing, what he's called you to do. If you don't know what it is, pray and he will show you. He'll show you through a dream. He'll show you through a divine connection. A person may uh, uh, talk to you. Sometimes God talks to you through TV. You know, and I don't mean that his face is there and he's talking to you. I just mean certain words or sentences or things that you see are directed to you. Uh, you know, uh, even billboards, different things. Uh, God talks through all kinds of things, even nature. So anyway, it's an exciting life to be a Christian. It's an exciting life to worship the Lord and to serve the Lord. And it's an honor. So anyway, I'm just letting you know uh, it's an exciting life and you can go to bed every night and sleep in peace when your head hits a pillow because God gives his beloved sleep. Amen and amen. Now, I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this program and I hope that it's been a blessing for you. Join me next week for another empowering and bold topic. Proverbs 21 28 once says the righteous are bold as a lion. You know, you can get my books on Amazon or other online venues. You can contact me by email at ltims, T-I-M-B-S, at gmail.com. You can send your questions or prayer requests. I'd be honored to pray for you. Now, I just want to throw this in about boldness before I finish too. Boldness is not a personality trait, but acting by the power of of the Holy Spirit by urgent conviction in the face of some threat. Pray for a spirit of boldness to come about you because we need to be bold in these last days. And it's, you know, it's a lot easier to be bold when you know you got back up. You know, God's got you and you don't have to worry about it. And, you know, you cast your cares on him. If something comes up and it's too big for you, just say, Lord, I can't handle this. This is more than I can handle. I trust you. I cast my cares on you and he will because he loves you he cares for you like nobody does okay now uh 
you can uh, also go to OTTU Media. That's my live broadcast. It's uh, over the top, Universal Media. And you can listen to my archives. You can go on RCR Network as well. And please support my ministry. I need your help. You can send payments through Cash App. And it's uh, LLT West. That's a dollar sign, LLT West. And so anyway, I sure appreciate your support. And I'll be available. I'm also available for speaking engagements as well. So until next time, God bless you and Shalom. OTU Media has been operating since September of 2020. Since then, OTU Media has reached over 45 million people through our media outlets. OTU Media is changing for one purpose only, and that purpose is to bring to you the quality and outstanding media that represents our audience. Welcome to the new OTU Media. To hear this and more broadcasts like this one, go to OTU Media from the web. Also, you can find OTU Media on Roku, Amazon Fire, Android, and Apple iOS. This radio network is on OTU Media 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 56 weeks a year. Thank you for your support of OTU Media and this radio network. Thank you for listening to Empowered Radio with Lori Timms. Tune in next time for more bold topics for bold Christians. This broadcast is copyrighted by LLT Ministries and the Resilient Christian Radio Network.